This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial, and our host today is Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? Well, I'm doing great. I'm not exactly the host. You're the host. Yeah, I'm well, just co-host. Yeah, huh? I'm just along for the ride. You know that. You know that. Well, I'm doing great. It's fun. It's great to see you. It's fun yeah, to do the yeah. show with you. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually doing a live show together today, so that's good. Yeah. Sometimes we're in separate locations. Today we're together, and we're in the frozen north doing the show live from up north in Minnesota. Minnesota. That's a good nickname. <laughs> it's Well, it's very <laughs> fitting, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not snowing today, but it could be. You never know. The <laughs> day's still young. <laughs> yep. The day is young. Well, you know, every week we tackle a different topic here on the show, Chris. And I know you've been busy lately meeting with folks, haven't you? We have. My my appointment book has been slammed. So, um, yeah, just glad to get time to do the radio show. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you worked it in. And uh, it's always fun. I always learn something. Now, today on the road to retirement, I know you wanted to talk about, you have a brand new book. Not only are you a podcast and radio star, you are an well, author. Yeah, yeah, about that. And TV, too. Look at so, that. And so, television. So we're putting this book together and actually going to reach out to our, our listeners, hopefully, and our clients to, some, for some input. We're trying to put a book together that is from the eyes of the retiree. So let's say you're 65 and you're now into retirement and you want to know, but I wish I would have known blank 10 years before I retired. I wish I would have known X five years before I retired. I wish, or now you're five years into your retirement. I wish I would have known. So we're going to go through some of those and try to create the book so that it, I don't want to say it's a manual for retirement, but. You know, oftentimes we see clients in retirement and, you know, there's no roadmap. Like nobody really gave you this, like, this is what you got to do before you retire. Yeah. So you can't start early enough. It's always the advice, you know, start early, save more. And and just besides the financial things, the things like taking vacations, right? Every, you know, you wanted to go to Italy and now you're 83 and you can't walk up the steps. You should have went earlier, right? So those are the things like, getting those things checked off your bucket list early. So um, we thought uh, putting a book together like that. So we really want to get the input from clients who've been retired and say, boy, you know, about you're approaching Medicare and you didn't think about retirement because you've always had health insurance. And now you're like, oh, I'm not going to have health insurance. Then people are like, well, maybe I got to work three more years till I get them 65. And the other concept is now start banking more money early and just pay for damn life uh, health insurance and and retire early, right? Yeah. So yeah. So it's really uh, all those concepts of you know we all have those in the past. I wish I knew that one. You know, yeah. Once know. you get to a roadblock like that or something like that happens, everybody's like, "Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. But really, there are 
retirement planners. Yeah, that and might be a good name for the book, Hindsight. Hindsight, yeah, because, yeah, there you there go. There you go. Hindsight, because, you know, you, you wish, oh, in hindsight, I should have done that. But really, you could have if you had a plan in place. Right, or if, and, or if somebody would have just told me. Yeah, right? if somebody would have just told me, yeah. You know, trying to give that advice to your, your young kids and they don't want to hear it. Right. You know, and adult as adults, yeah. as we get older, we put it off thinking, oh, I've got plenty of time. Yeah. 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 And even, you know, with your kids, you're like, look, I've already been through what you're going to go through. So I know you'd think I'm telling you this just because I'm a parent, but don't do this, this, and this, and do this, and this, and yeah. this, right? You're trying so to help be them nice. avoid the mistakes you've maybe made. Yeah, or so so it would be nice seen. for a lot of retirees to, uh, you know, help future retirees saying, hey, you know, I was giving an example of uh, I had a, a, a friend years ago. He was getting married, and I had already been married for probably 20 years, and he said, uh, do you have any good advice? And I said, uh, yeah, make sure your couch is at least six foot long. He's like, <laughs> what? I'm like, look, if it's shorter than six foot, you're never going to get a good night's sleep. So you got to have a couch, you know. So, <laughs> so there you do, go. So that, you know, so <laughs> I wish I'd have known that, you know, back when I got married. I, I see, had a five and a half foot couch, right? I see what you did there. So, I see what you did there. Uh, that's funny. Have a couch that's at least six feet long. Yeah, that's funny. If right? you're getting married. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, I don't, I'm like, trust me, this is good advice. Right? <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, so this book, uh, whatever it's called, Hindsight, or I Wish I Knew Then What I Know Now, or, you know, something like yeah, that. It sounds it's, like a country song in the making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Wish I Knew Then What I Know Now. Yeah, that sounds like uh, Trace Atkins or one of those Toby guys. Keith or something. Toby yeah. Keith. There you go. Toby Keith. Um, but um, let's talk about this a minute. What are some of the other things that you, when people talk, come and talk to you, say, wow, and you explain, hey, you could do this or this, or what you're, you're in this situation, what you should have done is that. And then they say, why didn't you tell me that? Right. You know, I wish I would have known that 20 years ago. What are some of those things? Let's talk about some of them. Obviously, um, if you can, save more, right? Save more is right. number one. Is number yeah, one, always. Right? Because yeah. look, you're only you have a limited amount of income. And most people have a limited amount of income. They're, they're you know they're collecting a check and um, look, just stop going out to eat every five nights a week, right? So save more. Like I always, I have a line and I always say, look, retirement is a function of money, not age. You have enough when you're 25 to retire. You can retire, right? Right. I mean, like football players and baseball players, they have enough to retire, right? Yeah. They can they can retire. So. Um, but that's because they have the ability to save a lot of money. So the more you save while you're working, um, the earlier you'll be able to retire and, and you'll get to enjoy some of those things because we right. see a lot of people wait to retire. Primarily right now, it's either they didn't save enough or they're so worried about health care. You know, health care, you know, now when you get to 65, you get on Medicare. But before that, and people, you know, historically have, have retired when they're 62, Right. Right. Somewhere around there. So there's, oh, what am I going to do for three years? Or you have the spouse that's younger. So typically, you know, the typical, typically the male's older when they get married because we're um, more immature. So we uh, <laughs> have to wait a little longer. Right. So, right. you know, let's say the, you know, the, the, the wife is four years younger. Well, when you want to retire at 62 or 63, she's only 58 or 57. So, and if she was on your medical plan, now what? Right. So all those yeah. type of things. Yeah. My neighbor actually has that exact problem. He works for the state 
and he gets great health care benefits right. through the state. And so, like, for the both of them, I think their premium is, like, 118 a month. Oh, wow. And it's, like, an amazing coverage. Yeah. Right. So they're hardly paying anything. I mean, typically, if you're not um, under some plan and you had to get your own health coverage, it's probably fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, month. for right. them, right. for them, they've right. looked into it. It right. would be about fifteen hundred, and probably so, a six thousand dollars deductible. So right, and they don't have any of that right now. Right. So um, he was old enough to retire. I mean, right. he's past sixty-five now. He's sixty-six, right. but she's a lot younger than he is. So yet she doesn't, and she doesn't work. Um, right. So she's somewhat younger than him. She's in her fifties. He's in her sixties. You know, it's like a ten-year gap. So what do you do for those years? Because you can't, in order to keep for health insurance costs and and medical reasons, he still works. Right. He hasn't retired. And, may, and maybe he wants to. So either, like I said, if you started early and saved more, you could say, okay, it's going to cost us fifteen grand a year to have health insurance. Okay, we can afford it. We've yeah. been saving for forty years. Yeah. Now saving is you know it's not just about saving. You got to invest well. Right, you can't just. That's true. That's you can't a just part stick it. it right now. You can't just stick it in the bank, right? You, or under not, your mattress, because yeah, you're not getting any interest. So, you know, the whole concept is most people in retirement. The number one issue besides healthcare is income. Yeah, they're not really worried about significantly growing the assets. They want to make sure that they have enough income coming in every month to meet their bills. So, you know, if you're used to having spending five thousand bucks a year, so what, one of the first things we look at, we've mentioned on other shows, is maximizing that social security, making sure you don't take it too early or too late. That's another thing. That's when I, you know what I mean? I learned it in time, but that's one like, wow. You know, I always thought social security wasn't taxed. I thought, hey, you take it as soon as you can. Uh, I wish I would have known earlier. And I know like my parents, they had already taken social security long before I learned that. And they said to me, I wish we had known that. Yeah, because of the mistake is ta- the mistake is taking it too early. Um, generally, if you take it too late, it's usually not that bad because you're usually, you know, most people who are going to take it too late are going to wait to 70 instead of taking right. it at 68 and 11 months, whatever the, right. whatever their perfect number was. But so that's not the big thing, but taking it early and, and only getting 75% of what you were supposed to get is huge because let's just say it was a hundred dollars and now you're only getting $75, but now that other 25%, is coming from your savings. Yep. Right? So we want to make sure that so uh, so healthcare plus spousal benefits and everything right, else. Right. So healthcare, uh, income planning. So one, you know, just sit down and get a good handle on what your actual budget is. People are like, oh, I spend three grand a month, and then you start writing the numbers down. And you're like, wow, it's like forty three hundred a month. Where's the money coming? <laughs> you know, you know. So because you don't. But a lot of people when they're working, they're working years. Like as long as they're not bouncing checks. They're right. okay, right? They're yeah. just like we we got money coming in, and and uh, that that's we're going to be okay. But when the checks stop, it's a big issue. So save more, invest well, healthcare, take your trips, get your bucket list done. I we see a lot, a lot of clients. I, I tell people most of our clients retire probably between sixty two and sixty five. So I said, look, you have until you're eighty if you're lucky to enjoy the rest of your life because yeah. if you want to go travel like everyone I'm about everyone but you know I want to go to Europe I want to go see England I want to go I want to go to see Italy I want to go see all these other places I've been on trips to these places and fortunately you know we did it when we were younger but 
I've also been on these trips where there's people in the group that are 80 plus and they can't really do the things you were supposed to do on the trip because they can't go up the steps of, in, of, the, of the, you know, the Greek ruins and, yeah, and things right. like that. Right. So, so, um, you know, get that bucket list done early and, you know, some people are going to re- die prematurely. Yeah. Right. So yeah. not everyone lives to the typical life expectancy. I mean, my, uh, especially like my dad's side of the family's horrible. My dad, um, my dad just recently passed, but he was 83, but he was the youngest of eight, and probably five of his brothers and sisters died before they were 50. Oh, wow. Or somewhere around there. Yeah, you know? so yeah, there's so, some life yeah. expectancy so issues I think, there. you know, things have gotten better with, you know, who, who knew the word cholesterol back in the 60s, right? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're eating whole sticks of butter. And- so, so we're going to reach out to the clients. We're going to hopefully do a survey uh, to the clients and have some of their feedback because, you know, a lot of our clients are well into their retirement and ask them, Hey, what, what do you, what can you give advice? Could, could you give advice to the guy who's 50, 55 right now? You know, what should they have done back then? Um, one of the other ones that people tell us is start giving money away. There's a joy in giving while you can enjoy being the giver. So, so instead of giving, instead of giving your kids, hopefully my kids aren't listening right now, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but, but I see a lot of clients like they might have hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars and they're 90 years old and their and their kids have been struggling all their life. Not that you want to spoil the kids, but you know, eventually they're giving it to the kids, right? right? So, person dies in 95 and they give it to their, their son who's now 75 he could have used a little help when he was 50 yeah you know yeah so um or 40 yeah <laughs> or 22 and 25 okay <laughs> yeah. in case the yeah. kids are listening yeah so <laughs> there you go. um but there is a joy in giving and um you, you accumulate I, I have another saying look you don't want to be the richest guy in the graveyard so there's there is a yeah. part there is a joy a to point. giving if you have an you have enough money where you're you're comfortable and and most people who have acquired a lot of money are not spenders. Right. If they were spenders, they wouldn't have it. So, right. So they're worried about running out of money. And I'm like, look, you're, you're never going to run out of money. The biggest purchase you're probably going to make ever from now on is a new car. Yeah. Right. And that's for as long as you can drive. Yeah, right. And then you, you can't know, take it with you. Yeah. So, you know, if you have $2 million in your, look, spending 30, 40 grand on a car is not going to, but, the mentality is they think they're going to run out of money. You're never going to run out of money. So, yeah, yeah. so well, um, and especially if they're working with uh, a trusted financial professional, an advisor, right. a fiduciary, and somebody who knows, you know, can help them with uh, tax situations for the future and things like that. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up because I know I'm going to beat you to the punch because you're Mr. Taxman and you love to bring up taxes and talk about taxes. You've been doing that for a long time, helping people with that. That's another aspect, but that's a biggie for me. Um, I know a lot of people. I've had a lot of people, and my own parents and other seniors. Uh, they expect their taxes to be so much lower in retirement, hmm. and then all of a yeah. sudden they say, "We've got all these tax. We're trying to take money out of our um, investments, uh, out of our IRA, and out of our our four hundred one ks, and even our investments." And it's causing, we're paying way more in tax than we did before we retired. I wish I had known that that was going to be the case. I would have planned different. Yeah. So you may have, may have started using Roth 
IRAs versus traditional IRAs because so most people we'll head that off right, because so Roths are tax free or use life insurance. Yeah, so life you, insurance you, is another tax free option. Right. So you yeah. can accumulate money tax free in life insurance and borrow from it. And there's there's a lot of concepts out there that we can help you with. Um, the other thing people don't realize is that you know every dollar you take out of your um, almost every dollar you're taking out of your retirement plan is then adding another dollar Social Security that's getting taxed. So you're taking out ten dollars and getting taxed on twenty. So yeah. So you're still in the same bracket, but you're getting taxed, you know, doubly. So you want to be cognizant of that because taxes. Nobody wants to pay more taxes. But there are that. strategies that sure. you have that you use uh, for your clients to minimize that tax burden. Right, and I think that's you know kind of what separates us. Um, you know, we're all you know we're a CPA firm, or we also have a law firm that does estate planning. We have an insurance company does all the Medicare supplements, the annuities, the long-term care, the life insurance, and we have the uh, fiduciary relationship. We have a registered investment advisory firm for people who want to um, leave money in the market. So, so it's really the left hand does know what the right hand's doing, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, you know, we do see people come in from all walks of life that really have never had a plan. They just. Yeah. And another chapter in your new book could be, and I don't know if this is one that you're going to include, but another thing that I've heard people say, hey, I wish I had known this, and that's that Medicare doesn't cover, long-term care is a big issue. Oh, yeah, I wish I would have known, number one, how much it costs, number two, that Medicare won't cover it. Because a lot of right. people have this misconception, and tell me if I'm wrong, you talk to people all the time, do people have that misconception? Oh, I mean, I assume definitely. they do, that Medicare is going to cover their health care and they don't really need to worry about yeah, long-term I, care or health care costs? I, I, I call it the Russian roulette of, of health care. You know, and it's, well, I don't want to get political on it, but it's stupid. I mean, we should have coverage, right? I mean, you right. paid into a system for 60 years. Yeah, because you pay into the Medicare. Right. That's- and it doesn't cover long-term care. I mean, Medicare's out basically is we only cover up to 100 days. They don't say we don't cover the brain and we don't cover if you get ill, but they just say, look, if it's more than 100 days, we don't cover it. So any cognitive impairment, they're not covering. And you're like, in nursing homes right now, are, you know, in our area, it's 9000 bucks a month on the average. Yeah. And how many people can afford that? So, yeah, it's anywhere so any, from five to $12,000 a month. Right. So I think this has to be done at the national level. Congress is going to have to do something because it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, then, it's out of control. And then, and, and then really, does it really cost $9,000 to keep someone in a 10 by 10 room every month? You know, just, I don't know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's a tidal wave hitting the country. Yeah, it is. No, and you never hear anyone talk about it on the evening news. Nope, it's not a. It it hardly is ever mentioned unless you're looking for it. There's articles out there here and there because the internet's a big place and there are a lot of uh, news and information sources, but it's not in the mainstream media. You don't hear about the long-term care crisis, how much it costs and what's happening to people. And the fact that Medicare does not cover long-term care, assisted living, uh, memory care units. So we have uh, statistics. So when I give our estate planning seminar, I'm out there. So we have a couple statistics that are 70% of people over 65 will either use in-home care assisted living, um, or end up in a nursing home. So 70%. Two out of three. Two out of three will end up in a nursing home. Wow. So there's not a third person in the room, but that, you know, it's yeah. the person on your right and your person yeah. on your left yeah. because it's never going to happen to you, right? It's right. never going to happen to me. And, uh, look, it, 
Yeah, the odds mean, are it'll happen. If you're married, look, it'll happen to you or your spouse. And if you're female, pay attention. Have you ever yeah. been in a nursing home? It's 10 to 1 females to men, right? Yeah, because the yeah, men hey. die. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. women live longer, and your cost of health care is, is higher because, you one, yep. you use it more than men do. And um, it's 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 crazy. I mean, it's just yeah. you see the people that, I mean, you save your whole. So there are. There are plans. I mean, one, you could either buy traditional insurance. You could do some Medicaid planning from the legal standpoint. So there, there is ways to um, Yeah, they've to actually come it. out with some better. They used to have the horrible long-term care insurance, which, hey, would cover it, but it was so expensive and your premium just goes in. And then if you don't use it, you lost tons of money. And so people didn't like that. But the insurance companies have really stepped up in one sense and offered some, some options. Right. There's some options with current, like if you have a, say, a fixed index annuity, you can have a long-term care rider that could help. Correct. And I'm not saying that's right for everybody. Right. I'm just saying, or some life insurance policies exactly. have these things. And people, but then you have to look at, you have to work with a financial professional because another area that people say, I wish I'd known that, and that's fees when it comes to their accounts. I bet fees is another thing you hear about. Like people don't know, realize they're paying fees inside a lot of these accounts, like four hundred one ks. Yeah, they do pay a lot of fees, and um, you know, fees isn't the only issue, but it is an issue, right? So, well, if um, you don't know about it, right. that's a problem. I mean, you don't. Yeah. Look, we don't want the cheapest thing on the block, but we don't want to be overcharged either. Right. right. So exactly. So you know, everyone has to make their living, and you know, mutual funds have been tr- traditionally this you know, way of saving money, and you know. You know, a typical mutual fund has hundreds and hundreds of stocks in it, and everyone thinks this is great, and it might be great, but like they're not doing it for free. Somewhere, somewhere down the road, somebody's getting paid, right? They couldn't do all this for free, so so there's some internal charges in mutual funds, and um, one thing we really don't like about mutual funds is, at least I don't, is um, it's you can't take the losers out of the mutual fund, like so. If your mutual fund has hundreds and hundreds of stocks and I don't like number 37 next quarter, I can't take number 37 out without, I have to sell the whole mutual fund. Yeah. So if I don't want, if I don't like XYZ company, why do I have to sell off my Google and my Amazon and my, yeah. all my good no. ones just to get rid of the ones? So yeah, you're, you don't you're stuck to, with the bad yeah. ones. So, you know, it might be more uh, wise to um, build a portfolio of individual stocks that, you know, you can pick and choose when to get rid of them. So, there's a lot of stuff out there to help people. Just uh, hopefully this book will, we should hopefully, I'm thinking we could get done in a couple months and and hopefully it'll be, maybe we'll call it hindsight. So, oh, yeah. Um, and then have a, have a uh, the main title could be hindsight and you, you'd want like something under yeah. it. You know, uh, what I know now, uh, you know, I wish I knew then what I know now. Yeah. Would be the subtitle yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's a great concept for a book and I know you hear these things all the time from people. Wow. I wish I'd known this when I was 30 or started this when I was younger. So it is all about hindsight. Uh, But if you start now. uh, Any young listeners, start saving now. Yeah. Start putting it away for the future. So, Chris, great topic today. Great show. Are we done already? And we're we're pretty much done. Now, you said a few months for the book. I know that uh, I want to remind you, these book projects always take longer than you think, right? 
Yeah, I guess. But but you have a, you have a, you have all your ideas down. And it sounds like you're you're on the path and and yeah, on we, your way. And we're gonna try and get. To, I'd like to get it done before tax season so we can release it to the to oh, our, be nice. for our people at, during tax season. So when they come in, they could grab a book. But um, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So yeah. we really we're probably gonna get a little focus group going uh, for some of our clients and say, hey, let's let's shoot these ideas out there and let's get them out on paper. You know, they don't have to be my ideas. They just need to get out there so yeah i i agree that's great that's a great concept and to use use actual people clients and people you talk to and work yeah. with and uh and i know that if in listeners have want to have input on the title or something they wish they had known regarding finances or retirement sure uh earlier uh to give you the input go to the website and and fill out the form there i know there's a contact page but you know what? We're out of time. Let our listeners know how they can set up a complimentary consultation okay. with you. Um, you could call our office at 440-886-3550. Talk to Regina or one of the other lovely ladies that answer the phone and uh, get in. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.